0: Bible. If you don't mind standing with me, turn to John chapter 7. Amen. We almost got wedding behind us. We spent Monday and Tuesday uh, putting things back and cleaning things up. Long day, Monday and Tuesday. uh, But uh, it's worth it all. Michael and Zachary are Catch a can, Alaska at a crab fest right now. So I'm sure they're having a great time. Amen. What I'm going to preach tonight kind of tags into what I preached a few Sundays ago concerning God needing a vessel, a conduit through which to flow through. And uh, I want to be that. Uh, I want the flowing of the Spirit to be out of me want anything that's not flowing, anything that's not moving become stagnant, and uh, a Holy Ghost filled person, uh, if they just let the Spirit sit in them, they become very stagnant, they become very indifferent, they, uh, they become miserable, and uh, I don't want to be like that, I want the Spirit of God to continue to flow in and out of my life, amen. And uh, I encouraged us, I spoke to some of us and I said there are many of you and some of you that could, if you would, that that we should be always connected to the Spirit. You're connected to the Spirit and that's powerful, but we have to have that Spirit we're connected to. When When we are connected to it, we reach out and we connect to somebody else. And that's the flow of the Spirit and that's how it works, amen. So John chapter 7 verse uh, 38 says He that believeth on me as the scripture has said Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water Amen, let's say that together, rivers of living water That's what should be flowing out of us Is rivers of living water Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and ask God's blessings to be with us in this place tonight. Father, we love you. Lord, we're thankful for your mercy and your grace. We ask that your power, we ask your spirit be resident in this place tonight, God. We want your spirit to flow in us, through us, and out of us. We want your power and your glory. To be manifested in this place in Jesus' name, in our lives, in everything that we do. Hallelujah. Let's lift our voices and give God the best praise that we can give Him. Come on, we can do a little bit better than that. Come on, some of us. Come on, you can lift your voice. the aisle and shake somebody's hand and tell them you're glad to see them in the house of the Lord, amen. Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. I remind us again that God needs a vessel or a conduit through which His Spirit can flow. And I've already mentioned this and I preached it a few Sundays ago. God has always needed a vessel or a conduit. His Spirit, His power, His anointing, His giftings want to flow, and, uh, but it's necessary that it has something to flow through. And I said uh, often the only thing that stops uh, the flowing of God's Spirit is the lack of a conduit or a vessel. So we must be constantly plugged into the Spirit. And because we don't know when it is a necessity for the spirit that is in us, Brother Gresham, to flow from us to somebody else. We don't know when that is needed. We don't know when that takes place. Maybe on our job, maybe at school, it may be uh, at uh, a restaurant, it may be when we're at Walmart, whatever it is. Uh, we need that spirit to be readily available within us so that we are connected to it. And when the time comes, the, the necessity comes, we can allow that spirit to flow out of us to somebody else. His spirit, his power, his anointing, his giftings want to flow, but he needs us. For it to flow through. Amen. Amen. When we are plugged into the Spirit, when that Spirit is flowing through us, and this is what the Holy Ghost spoke to me this week, and I shared a little bit with Sister Mahaney last night, and I hope I I can relay what God has laid on my heart uh, to you. It moves from experience to expression. We are we are very strong comp- components in the Apostolic Holy Ghost filled Church of experience. Amen. We love the experience of the Holy Ghost. We love the experience that 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 we we receive that individual experience of the Holy Ghost. But this is where we are weak. We are weak in expression. Amen. Amen. I don't want to just keep this powerful experience to myself. Come on, I don't want to just hold on to what God gave me. I'm thankful for the personal experience of the Holy Ghost. But I don't want this experience, Brother Anthony, to just stay personal and just to be an experience, I want it to move into expression. Amen. And in John chapter 7, Jesus said, Those that believed on Him, as the Scripture says, He says, out of their bellies shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What does it mean to have rivers flowing out of your belly? What are the rivers that flow out of us? We find the answer in the very next verse in John chapter 7 and 39. The writer of John said, But this spake he of the Spirit, which they believed on him, should receive. For the Holy Ghost had not yet was not yet given because that Jesus had not yet been glorified. The spirit that uh, was flowing, the spirit that Jesus was talking about, the rivers flowing out of our bellies, the, the water that would flow from us, the, the spring that would, would, would erupt within us, it would come, and he was speaking of the spirit. And we know when he referred to the Spirit in the Scripture, he was always referring and speaking of the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful for the power of the Holy Ghost. How about you? That was the living water that he was talking about. That was the Spirit that he was speaking about that was the flowing from our innermost being, our bellies, our our innermost being, a hole that is within us that is God-filled, that uh, uh, just flows nothing but God and nothing but Spirit out of us. That living water was the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful for the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus told a lady at the well that, that she could that he could give her living water and she would never thirst again. And, and the living water Jesus was speaking about to this lady and speaking about in John chapter 7, he references it. It said it's the Spirit or the Holy Ghost. It had not been given, but it would come to those that believed. Amen. And the fulfillment of this promise would come to pass when God poured out His Spirit, the Holy Ghost, on the day of Pentecost. We're told in Acts chapter 2 and 1 and 4, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they began to speak with tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. This was expression. This was an expression of the Spirit, or or, or excuse me, this was this was a, a the experience of the Spirit that they had been hoping for and waiting for. This was the promise, this experience that Jesus told them, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send the Comforter unto you. This is the experience that they hoped for when they waited for All that time, seven to ten days, whatever it was in that upper room. And when that Holy Ghost fell on each and every one of them, it became a powerful personal experience that set them on fire. Hallelujah. But God was going to take experience to expression. From that day forward, at the initial outpouring of the Holy Ghost, that that personal experience, it became designed for it to flow from one vessel to another. Remember Jesus said, out of your bellies, a believer shall have Rivers of living water flowing out of them. How does this happen? This is what I want us to focus on just for a few moments tonight. We connect to the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, in two ways. First, experience. Experience is the initial infilling of the Holy Ghost. I experienced the initial infilling of the Holy Ghost when I was 11 years old at Redfield, Arkansas. This was a personal experience. Nobody could receive it for me. Nobody told me how to speak in tongues. Nobody told me what to say. In fact, there was... No one praying with me around the altar. I just stood in the front of the church, the auditorium, the the tabernacle at the campground, uh, right in the middle by myself, nobody praying with me, and God filled me with the Holy Ghost. That was the initial infilling of the Holy Ghost of the Spirit in my life. And, and, and many other times I have been filled and refilled and, 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 and had uh, uh, this, this powerful experience take place. But there, there was nothing like that, that personal experience, that first initial outpouring of the Spirit in my life. And I know that you could testify the same. I, I have had the pleasure to, to see many of you uh, in the water be baptized in Jesus' name and come up uh, uh, filled with the Holy Ghost. I've se- seen many of you uh, uh, praying around the altars and we've laid hands on your head. And that a- initial uh, infilling of the Holy Ghost, this, this personal experience, there's nothing more powerful when we first... Receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost Everything seems different Everything seems better The sky is brighter The sun is shining better Air is more uh, readily to breathe Water tastes better People that we didn't like We like them a little bit more There's just something About that initial experience of the Holy Ghost It's personal. We need that personal experience of the Spirit. It makes us new creatures in Christ Jesus. All the old things. Or passed away, and we become new again. Supernatural things take place. I, I I remember it so readily. Just a few weeks ago on Easter Sunday, when 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 Tony was here, and God was moving on her in such a powerful way, and and she was so compelled to come to the altar, and Sister Michael and different ones were praying for her, and and she almost ran to the altar, knowing. We need that initial experience of the Holy Ghost. I believe the church needs to get back to that initial experience, that personal experience. I've seen sinners run to the altar. I've seen backsliders climb over pews. I've seen saints that, that, that needed infilling. They came and uh, a petitioning God. We need, we've got to have that personal experience of the Holy Ghost. That is how we connect to the Spirit. We become one with the Spirit. We become part of the family of God. We are baptized into one body, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one Father, one God. Hallelujah. We become a part of something bigger than us because of that personal experience. But there's another way that we connect to the Spirit, the Holy Ghost. And that is expression. Expression is powerful because expression is how the invisible can become invisible. Or the invisible can become visible, excuse me. It is how the unattainable can become attained. It's how the supernatural can be. Demonstrated. Amen. The supernatural is not demonstrated just in the personal experience. It's it's demonstrated in us, but it's not demonstrated with someone else. So we move to from experience to expression this is the process by which the spirit flows out of one person and is expressed to another Now I said this before and it's so important because apostolic Pentecostals we are very good at experience but we're not very good at expression yeah, I I know some of you're thinking think, thinking this. Well, Brother Mahaney, we, we jump around and we run the aisles and we holler and, and 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 we do all these things. Some people roll on the floor and some people take on uh, they, they're pretty good at expression. That's not expression. That causes the invisible to become visible. That's just an expression of their personal experience. The expression that God wants us to move into. And I hope everybody's following me. I hope I have not lost anybody. I said I want to do the best I can to, 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 to relay what God has been uh, speaking it to my heart, I believe God. What God desires for our church. Now, don't get me wrong. We don't do away with the personal experience. We don't do away with the personal expression. The personal expression is is our worship. It's our demonstration. It's 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 the things that we do because we are infilled with the Spirit. But we move from that that experience. To an expression that affects others around us. We should all have a personal experience and that is wonderful. But that is not enough. God wants the spirit, the Holy Ghost to be be expressed in us. So it can flow out of us to those around us. God wants the spirit. To move from experience to expression. Amen. Amen. We see this example in the book of Acts. After the initial outpouring of the Holy Ghost in the upper room on the day of Pentecost. 120 had just received a personal experience of the Spirit. But that wasn't enough. God wanted His Spirit to be expressed to those that had just wanted his experience, uh, experience to be expressed by those that just received it. So Peter, having the keys to the kingdom of heaven, stood with the other disciples and he began to express the experience that he had. Peter said in Acts chapter 2 and 16 and through 18, he said, But this is that which is spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last day, saith the Lord, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And, and on my servants and on my handmaids I will pour out in those days my spirit. And they shall prophesy. Experience allowed the invisible to become visible. Experience allow, allowed the unattainable to become obtained. The expir uh, expre- or, or expression, excuse me, allowed what what nobody else had except for those hundred and twenty to be a partaker of. Hallelujah. Amen. Expe- expression allowed the spirit to flow out of those that had initially received it to those that were around them. Amen. Experience became expression, and 3,000 were filled with the Spirit. We are told in Acts chapter 2 and 41, Then they that gladly received the word were baptized, And the same day, they were added unto them about three thousand souls. Expression did not stop on the day of Pentecost. It was the catalyst for the revival of the New Testament church. Hallelujah! And what is going to send revival in this last day is not just going to be a personal experience. Don't misunderstand me. It's powerful. We've got to have it. It's the personal experience that changes us. That makes us new creatures in Christ Jesus. But what would have happened if Peter having the keys to the kingdom of heaven did not stand up and change experience to expression? I believe that what that is what God is calling the last day church. And I feel this overwhelming, this overwhelming thing in my spirit. This is where God is taking us. I love the the, the Pentecostal apostolic experience. I love the power that comes with the personal experience of the Holy Ghost. But there's more to having the Holy Ghost than experience. There's more to having the Holy Ghost than just having the Holy Ghost. God didn't just fill you to save you, but He filled you so your experience could become not just personal, but it would reach out to somebody else, and they could be a partaker of that power also. Expression became the catalyst. For the revival of the New Testament church We are told again in Acts chapter 2 4 and 6 through uh, 46 through 47 And they continually With one accord in the temple And breaking bread from house to house Did eat their meat with gladness And singleness of heart Let me pause on this scripture Just for a moment For those that want to minimize The necessity of assembling together in a local church. There are those that want to emphasize the breaking of bread from house to house. But they negate the fact that they continue daily together in one accord in the church. And I know some will say, well... The church is not a building. The church is the body. The church is us. But did they gather in the body there? Did the body gather with the body? No. They gathered daily. They continued daily with one accord in the church. No, the church is not these four walls, it's the body. And if these four walls would fall, the church would live. But we have to have a place like this to worship. We have to have a place like this together. I do not want to minimize the necessity of us gathering uh, corporately as a church It's important. We've got to have it. They were uh, uh, with singleness of heart. The scripture says, verse 47, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily as should be saved. I want this personal experience that I have in my life to flow out of me and into somebody else. I don't want this personal experience just to stay within me, but I want to have rivers of living water that floweth from me. Hallelujah. 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 We've got to move from the initial infilling of the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful for the initial infilling of the Holy Ghost. We've got to move from that uh, personal, uh, life-changing, powerful experience. We've got to move from that to expression. Or or let me put it like maybe we will understand it a little bit uh, better. Demonstration. remind us again that demonstration or that expression is is not our exuberance of worship. It's not how we clap our hands. It's not how we lift our voices. It's not how how loud we sing. You know what? That's just a a part of the initial experience uh, uh, of the Holy Ghost. Expression is my spirit. Flowing out of me to somebody else. Let me take it a little step further. Saul, the Bible tells us in the book of Acts, was persecuting Christians. He was on his way on the road to Damascus. The Bible says that a light shined about about him brighter than the sun and he was knocked to the ground and he heard a voice and he answered that voice, who art thou? And the voice spoke back to him and said, I am Jesus whom thou persecuteth, why do you kick against the pricks? This voice told him, I want you to go to a street called Straight, and you will meet a man named Ananias, and he will tell you what to do. Well, well, Paul stood up, and the light that shined about him blinded him. And blind Paul somehow found his way to the street called Straight, and to the house of Ananias, where God had already spoke to him brother James God had already spoke to Ananias in a dream in a vision and said I'm going to send this man and this is what I want you to do we know that Ananias prayed for Saul or Paul the scales fell off his eyes and he could see And he was baptized in Jesus' name. And he received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That was his personal experience. That was powerful. That was his personal encounter with God. That changed him from a persecutor to a Christian. That changed him. All the old things became new, and he became a new creature. Hallelujah. Paul could have just stayed there. And like any good Pentecostal, he could have found a pew. Hopefully it's not one that got moved by my pastor from the last service because... I'm used to sitting at that particular place. He could have just stayed there and bask in the experience. But God had called him for a greater purpose. Just like he has called each and every one of us in this place for a greater purpose. Greater than the initial experience of the Holy Ghost, he's called us and he called Paul to a greater purpose. We know that the initial experience of the Holy Ghost that that Paul had when Ananias laid his hands on his head and when he was baptized in Jesus. Jesus name we understand through the pages of the Holy Writ through him writing a third of the New Testament through him uh, uh, establishing missionary churches through him becoming the the, the uh, evangelist to the Gentiles we understand that Paul's experience became expression. Hallelujah. I want my personal experience to become expression. Hallelujah. I want God, what God has poured out in my life. Hallelujah. To become expression. I want what God has done in me. Hallelujah. I want it to be seen by everyone else. Hallelujah. Let me remind somebody today. Expression allows the invisible to be seen expression allows the unattainable to be obtained expression allows what somebody may not be able to receive or get by themselves it allows them to be a partaker of the same gift that God has poured into our lives hallelujah, hallelujah. and I want that church I want that for you I want that for this church hallelujah hallelujah like the day of Pentecost what God does for us in the initial outpouring of the spirit it has to be a catalyst for the revival that he wants to send in us and through us God doesn't fill us just to fill us hallelujah but he fills us so that what we have can flow out of us So we must be constantly plugged into the spirit. We must be constantly desiring and finding a way to move from experience to expression. When we lay our hands on someone and pray for them. When we connect our faith with someone else's faith. When we teach a Bible study or we uh, uh, love the unlovable. When we invite somebody to church. When we put our arms around uh, uh, somebody and say, I'm praying for you and I'm helping you. Hallelujah. When we allow the rivers of living water to flow out of us. That is when we are truly fulfilling the destiny that God has called us. God has called us for when we allow that experience. Don't get me wrong, I'm not negating. I say this again, I've said it several times. I'm not negating or minimizing the initial or the personal. You've got to have a personal experience. You've got to have a personal prayer closet. You've got to have a personal encounter with God. You have to have something that light changes your life and sustains you and makes you stronger. Hallelujah. But it can't just stay experience. It's got to move to expression. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, Those that believed on him, as the scripture said, out of their bellies shall flow rivers. Of living water. There's a place within each of us. That only God can feel. When Jesus is talking about our bellies. He's not talking about. This right here that I've tightened with my spank shirt tonight. (laughs) He's talking about the innermost being, the innermost part of us. And the true essence of the Holy Ghost, the true essence of the Spirit cannot just stay in us. It can't stay there. It's got to come out. That out of our innermost being, out of what God has placed deep inside of us, Rivers shall flow of living water hallelujah and brother Gresham those rivers don't stop there's no end to the supply they don't ever dry up they just keep flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing and flowing out of us They just keep on flowing. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to flow. He wants His Spirit to move. He's got to have us, church. I said it a few weeks ago. I understand. You know that He is the power. He is the resource. But we are a necessity to that power. We are a necessity to that resource. And for that river, that Spirit to flow out of us. said it a few weeks ago some of you are connected you're connected to the spirit but God is just waiting for you to connect to somebody else God is just waiting for you He wants to move experience to expression so that you can connect to somebody else and the invisible can become visible the unobtainable can be obtained hallelujah hallelujah this is the beautiful thing about uh, uh, expression when our when when our experience moves to expression a lot of us are really good at demonstration in the church but when it comes to expression outside of the church amen why do we always say and 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 don't get me wrong i don't mind what you do do this but but when you have a need or something happens or some, or you hear about somebody sick or something's going on why do you always text me it's okay that you do I'm thankful that you do and I join together you in faith but if experience is expression what does the scripture say these signs will follow them that believe hallelujah why do we have to say well why don't I get you a prayer cloth when I go to church or why don't I for you Sunday or why don't you come to church and you might receive the Holy Ghost the reason why that happens is because we're still at it, experience and God wants us to move to expression and when that person says I'm sick in my body and I need somebody to pray for you, you know what you say Why don't you raise your hands right now, and I'll lay hands on you and pray for you. When somebody doesn't have the Holy Ghost, and you've been witnessing them talk to them, instead of saying, why don't you come to church and get baptized, why don't you just say, why don't you lift your hands, and I'll pray for you, and you can receive the Holy Ghost right here. Amen. Amen. That's what I want to do. That's what God wants to take us to. We must be constantly plugged into the spirit. This moves us from experience to expression. God has always needed a vessel or a conduit through which his spirit can flow. His spirit, his power... His anointing, His giftings, God wants them to flow. But He needs someone to allow them to flow through. Hallelujah. I wish we would stand and lift our hands and just love the Lord in this place right now. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Why don't we just take a few minutes and and just pray this prayer. Why don't we just take a few minutes and say, God, let my experience move to expression. I'm thankful for the initial outpouring of the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful that you made me a new creature in Christ Jesus. I'm thankful. That the old things are passed away. Hallelujah. But God, you did not give me this powerful commodity. You did not place this great spirit in this earthen vessel for it just to remain there. So God, I want my experience to move into expression. Because your spirit, your power, your anointing, your giftings. Hallelujah. It's desiring to flow. And it may just happen to be that I could be the vessel. It may just happen that I could be the vessel that it could flow through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe like the day of Pentecost, this is going to be the catalyst for the revival that God is sending and is sending to our church. Hallelujah. When we move from experience to expression, when we move from just holding on to what God has given us and allowing that spirit to flow out of us, I challenge you as your pastor I, I I give you the authority In Jesus name The next time somebody says I need prayer That you just step up in boldness And say let me lay hands on you And pray for you right now The next time somebody needs The baptism of the Holy Ghost I'm not going to wait till I get to church But you know what? You can receive the Holy Ghost. Lead them through repentance. Lead them through baptism. Lead them through the the infilling of the Holy Ghost. and, And let them know these signs follow them that believe. And let them know that God promised that He would pour out His Spirit on all flesh. And tell them, you are flesh, so you are a candidate to receive it. And if you will lift your hands and you lay hands on them, they will receive the Holy Ghost. Move in boldness Move in victory Move in power Be connected to that spirit We've got to constantly be plugged into the spirit Because we never know when his spirit When his power When his anointing need to flow Reach over to somebody beside you and just connect your faith with their faith for a moment. Well, let's give the Lord a praise in this sanctuary right now. Come on, let's give the Lord a praise in this sanctuary. He has empowered us. Hallelujah. He has given us something great. Hallelujah. And He's just waiting for that spirit to flow out of us. Amen. Amen. Shake somebody's hand. Tell them you're glad to see them in the house of the Lord. I hope I hope what I preached tonight made sense to you.